The Rooted in Love Show. Life spoken from the roots of those who adapt to reach the sunlight. We stay rooted in love. We stay grounded. We get up straight from above. We stay rooted. We stay rooted in love. We stay grounded. We get up straight from above. We stay rooted. We stay rooted in love. We stay grounded. We get up straight from above. We stay rooted. Rooted. Stay rooted. Welcome back to the Rooted in Love show. Got Emmett here. Got my brother, Gerald, yes, Mario. We're here with our special guest today, Mr. Dixon. Mr. Dixon. A lot of y'all might know him, but now we're really getting to know him. And we, we left off talking about uh, going overseas, playing ball. And we want to kind of dig into that a little bit more. Tell us about that young adult life, uh, life in basketball and just traveling. Man, it, it was it was great. Uh, you know, I never. I first I'll say this: never as a young, you know, kid coming out of the project that I would ever thought I would see some of the you know beautiful places, you know, beaches, mountains, uh, terrain, just different cultures that I was able to you know to see. Uh, but you know, I thank God for giving me that opportunity. Uh, yeah. So. My my first year out of college, I played in Portugal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was an interesting experience. It was uh, you know my first time you know uh, being on the other side of the world and uh, you know and learning the culture, learning the people, learning teammates and different things, and trying to you know adapt to the lifestyle. And now, were you the culture. only American on the team? I know. I, actually, uh, it was two of us. Okay. But. Um, EJ at the time my teammate he had he had played in Argentina but still you know for you know you as your first time you know you, right. <laughs> you got was that a shot yeah it was a shot yeah then you know you had people that speak you know um, pretty good English and things like that so but just the you know from the scenery to the you know the food and man the food I ain't nothing to say yeah, got me so, hungry right now wow you food. know. Uh, Getting adjusted to the food and you know even you know how we live in our apartments and things of that nature and you know it was a it was a good experience. Just that country cooking so How long yeah. were you in Portugal? <laughs> I was in Portugal for a year. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, we was in Portugal for a year and uh, you know it was it was a good year. It was a, a, a whole learning experience. But I say let's not let's not. Skip over the, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the actual ball playing. Yeah, yeah, like how was yeah. that? The level, like where you at? The level where you could compete? Or did you oh, feel yeah. you still had yeah. to learn? Or yeah, you... I, well, of course you have a lot of learning because you know the game, the, the game speed and the strength and things like that change. But you know, after a couple of weeks, I was fine. Okay, because you know I, you know I'm, I'm the type of player I never was going to sit on anybody. But say so you got that same work ethic that so you had even when I went to college. I was like as a freshman, you know, it took. You know, one or two games to let them know, you know, what I had inside me. Okay. Because, you know, I had yeah, yeah. the best players. And, you know, and I knew in my mind, uh, you know, even the coach told me, well, you may not start, but I'm like, okay. But in my mind, I'm knowing, you know, come to take somebody's spot. There you go. Okay. So, you know, the door for me was never open, never had a crack in it. You know, I've always had to kick it back. But I'm, I'm listening to your whole story. You know, so and that just carried on for me, you know, from adolescence. We hear that a lot too. We hear get it out of the mud, but I've been telling people like people like you, 
Yeah. That comes from the country, yeah. come from the dirt road. Like you literally just yeah. for real, for real. Yeah. The dirt. A lot yeah. of them just be saying it. Yeah, because yeah. it's popular to say now. Right. And they don't really understand. Like this somebody yeah. like I, yeah. I haven't heard anything given to you since the last episode. Like it <laughs> like you yeah. had you had to go out and kind of get things yeah. throughout your life. Yeah, and, and you know, it, it comes a part of your expectation, you know. What what you want, you have to just work hard for it, right? Yeah. And you just work harder than everybody else. You just separate yourself. Yeah, you know, it is. You, you, you kill politics and you kill a lot of things when you, you know, you're focused on what you're doing. You know, and even when I was here with the Boys and Girls Club, I was told that this wasn't going to last but for a couple months. Right. And I'll be leaving. I'll be going back to Qatar. I had a contract to go to Qatar to play. And, and you know, and anything that I try to put my hands on, I want to work. Yeah. So when I met all of those kids and, you know, different things, and I said, these kids don't have nothing. Right. So, you know, I had two months to, and I, and I wasn't worried about the political stuff. I just gave the best that I had. Yeah. Right. You know? So when we went places and we did things, you know, things were organized and, you know, and all of those things. And here we are two years later, three years later, getting a half a million dollar grant from the state. Getting right. Matthew's jam and on to the Boys and Girls Club. Man, that's a, it was a lot of that's a lot and of I was twenty-six years old, but one interesting thing, man, that summer I was supposed to go to Qatar. Right. And God spoke to me. And he said, You done had enough. This is where I want you to be. Really? Yep. And when I went home, I mean, you could have just poured that fish tank over my head. That's how tears were falling. Were you married at the time? Yep. No, no, I wasn't married at the time. I wasn't married at the time. I got married, I think, like two years later. But, you know, and he was like, well, this is where I want you to be. These kids need you, the community needs you. Man, you're talking about a 26 year old. Right. I didn't know they were young. Two Wednesdays ago. No. I just got noticed that I've been here 25 years with Metro Atlanta for Boys and Girls Club. So, you know, speaking on time. But interestingly enough, you know, man, I was I was in my prime. I was just right. That's what I'm ready to get, you know. I'm like, I'm thinking now, like you're only a few years older than me. Yeah. So now when you hear I'm relating to your story, like when you was going, like we was around the same age. Yeah. You're talking maybe a five-year age gap. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of responsibility. It was a lot of responsibility. But that's a lot of success at the yeah, same yeah. time, like to be able to do the things you've done mm-hmm. at that age. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure it out. I'll be honest, I was trying to figure it out. I didn't get success to according to people's terms of success until I got into corporate America and started uh-huh. moving up the chain. Mm-hmm. But that's something totally different than going out and have to get it for yourself. There's yeah. There's not a lot of bosses in front of just telling you what to do and who to go talk to. Absolutely. You got to go make those content, figure it out, yep. pull people together, yep. pull systems together. So I, I just got a whole new level of respect for you. Yeah. Before before that revelation come to you like mm-hmm. that, when, if, when and if did you know that you wanted to work with kids or was that anywhere in your mind before that time? Yeah, right. Cause it, now we grew, growing up out here mm-hmm. is different. You get different from working with kids that have been been a lot of places, mm-hmm. seen a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. 
You just said kids ain't never been nowhere and ain't yeah, got nothing. Right. And I'm like, some of them hard heads, some yeah. of them just yeah. the, lack, you know, mm-hmm. ignorant of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. you know, I always look at it like this, you know, kids deserve the best uh-huh. that we can give them. So maybe I was just sitting here to do the best that I could do, you know, until it was my time to, you know, to move on. Um, but why, you know, I just gave them the best that I, you know, could. And it was it was like a diversified portfolio, right? Of right. hard work. First of all, you're gonna respect. Mm-hmm. Then if y'all can take care of all of these things, I got mm-hmm. you the rest of the way. And every right. last one of those kids know that. That's why we're so close to this day. Because they know what never about me. There you go. Yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah, we yeah. talked about that. Never, never about me. It was about their well-being. Even to this day, they know how to get in touch with me if they need me. Oh, wow. That's so important. it never stops. That's what people understand. They don't understand the common denom- denominator of, you know, the impact and the, res- you know, from a respect level and comfort because, you know, I had my young men to tell me about a month ago, and I'm the reason why he's still alive. Oh, wow. And, you know, you oh, hear it, it just, over the years, you hear all of those type of things, and, you know, you, you, you working close with families, and it's not only the kids, it's the parents, too. Parents, too. It's a lot of the parents, and a lot of these parents are not just parents that you might think that, you know, uh, you know, it's it's a whole diverse. <laughs> yeah, you know, I tell them that like we wanted to do an art camp. Subscribe to the Rooted in Love Show for weekly updates and free giveaways. You know, it's it's a whole diverse. <laughs> yeah, you know, I tell them that like we wanted yeah. to do art camps and uh-huh. we talked about it for so long. But I try. I, my thing is. I don't want to just do an art camp again. That's it. Like mm-hmm. I'm like I want I want to follow these kids mm-hmm. throughout mm-hmm. forever. Like as long yeah, as they stay in touch with them, I want to make sure that they we are resource and that we can go back and yeah. have these stories of yeah. you know from here to adult adulthood. But just to do a camp and tell everybody buy it in the summer uh-huh. just to get some money, yeah. that's not the reason why yeah. I want. It. So we we've just kind of just waited. Right. Well, you know. Uh, I think if everything is always done the right way, and that stuff will speak for itself. Right. Right. You don't have to, you know, worry about any of those things because one thing about people, like they don't really care how much you know. They just remember how you mm. treat them That's and true. how you love them. And mm. when you have kids, and they just open up to you, and, and, and you're there in their care, and God placed you there to make sure that they're okay, then you know that in your heart, then you just do what you have to do. And like, even being here in Paulton, it was like, you know, you got a black man and all the public. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but. To gain the respect. That's a hard. Of people, but, but it wasn't hard for me. Really? No, it wasn't because I, and, and a lot of these uh, people here are so close to me and, you know, they treat me. But that's, that's one thing we learned as a family. Mm-hmm. Our family gets mm-hmm. so much respect. Yeah. out here and it's what we learned is that you respect people and they respect you right. back and you treat them like you said like yeah. people yeah and we yeah. never really had problems with people oh yeah and you know in 2015 it was it was funny uh well it wasn't funny it was odd to me you know and, and 
you know, I, I ain't really big on accolades and stuff like that, but, you know, I was citizen of the year for Paulding County. Oh, wow. And, and I didn't see that coming. <laughs> you know, I was just shocked, and I was yeah, like, well, I guess I must have did something right, but, but you know, you wake up every day, you just try to make a difference, you know, it, it, it's not about you, it's, it's about, you know, your service and, and being a, a servant leader, you know, uh, something yeah. Yeah, doing something what you need to do and to, to, to make a difference, because a lot, a lot of people don't care about that stuff when they hurt, you yeah, know, they're looking yeah. at you to... You know, um, but that's that's something I didn't want to gloss over either because we've heard I've done research and I've looked and, and we were some of those kids that never leave a, 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 a 20 uh -huh. mile radius. Uh -huh. And we got family still like that. That's in Decatur. That's out here uh -huh. that when they go to the grocery store, they go to Walgreens and uh -huh. CVS. Uh -huh. they, don't, yeah. they don't go like right. they got a bus route. If vacation right. is to the other cousin house. Right. Just get away right. from your little right. environment for right. a second. And, and you go uh, on to Panama. Right. Yeah, so you, right. you, you came out here and you were able to get a few of us outside of that, oh, yeah. that mile radius. Oh yeah, yeah. We and, and I didn't want to cross over that. That's huge. Yeah, right. We had kids, with, believe it or not, from the Boy and Girls Club Went to Africa, went to Russia, went wow. to China. Really? Yeah. Oh um, you know. And, and what he, he's saying is New York, this you know, ain't Colorado. Through the school, this ain't through the school oh, system. No, not, this no, is through yeah. a, a yeah. after school program, yes. basically. Uh -huh. Yeah, all over the world. Wow. You know, yeah. like I said before, we used to, I used to tell the, the other clubs were doing, you know, we used to be the little step, step right, club, right. you know, all the big clubs and that and stuff, but, you know, Kudos to some great colleagues, but you know we worked our way up, and we were very well respected. Right. The stuff that they had, we had it too. Right. Uh, so y'all taking our kids to Disney World, my kids can go too. Right. Burger yeah. Beach, all those places. Oh, so you have fine. to roll up your sleeves, and you have to find a way. That's inspiration. That but it, they don't stop because you still got kids coming up that's in the same situation. Yeah. So that's something I learned like that. Once you commit to that, uh -huh. it really doesn't stop until you get ready to pass the torch when somebody, yeah. the next person comes along. Yeah. But they, yeah. it's, it's just a continuous thing. To, you have to be a, a servant leader. Yeah, and when, and when you're in it like that, you know, and you, you have other people helping, you have to teach them. You know, and, and, and um, you know, and, and, and life is not meant for us to have all of the knowledge and all of the tools in our toolboxes that uh -huh. other people can't use. That's true. You know, especially when you, you know, you try to uh, ignite a fire in the community when you're trying to get back to the grassroots of this is how a community should take care right. of each other, right? Mm -hmm. and so, you know, and, and a lot of things for me was acquired taste, you know, that I learned. And then a lot of it was like, hey, you know, if you're in that position to speak up for the voiceless, and sometimes it's uncomfortable, right? But right. you have to do it. Right. And you, yeah. you know, you have to, because, you know, the, to, to level the playing field, I tell people all the time when we talk about different things, I'm like, you know, what's your plan? But what's your ex execution process? Right? Right. So, me telling the kids, we're going to do this, or having things in my mind, or having things on paper, and, you know, and just kind of being very ambitious, ambitious about things, that, means nothing, right? Right. If you don't get it done. That's true. You, mm. you know, if you don't get it done, if you don't execute your plan, what good is the plan? Yeah, it's a piece of paper at that point. Right. <laughs> you know, we all can talk about it. 
Right. You know, everybody could say, you know, hey, I ran a boys and girls club, I ran a YMCA, or I did this or that. But, you know, but the most important thing, you know, is just be understanding. And I don't know how I did it. I know with God that um, knowing that he put me here um, to service, be of service to kids and families, you know. And, that, and that's just what I was obedient enough to do. And, and, right. and I'm not going to tell you. It was like, you know, God, why are you doing this? Right. And I'm still, I'm, you know, all my friends still playing. But that's what I'm saying. It sounded yeah, like, yeah. it sounded like you had a lot of good years left if you still had, wanted man, the ball. I was just really getting in my prime. I was 25. You turned 26 when I got here. Oh, wow. Then, I, then I, I, I said, well, if you're going to keep me around it, if you're going to take me away from it, at least keep me around it. So I stayed, you know, training and things like that. And I got a chance to train some NBA players and stuff like that. And I had a, got an internship with the Pistons. So I would go okay. down to the, what was it before the, uh, the Hawks used to play the Army. Oh, yeah. They used to have all of the colleges come through. Okay. So I would go and scout players and, my good friend now, Mr. Walpere, who's the assistant coach at uh, assistant GM for the New York Knicks. Um, he the only one gave me a shot. Really? Yeah. So I used to write, he's like, man, you're pretty good at this. And then I was like, I want to be an NBA scout. Right. Then I could have been. But did you work with these kids? Got at the end, huh? Yeah. Well, look. So, so many people, you know, I mean, have like through your life, but... you know, because I mean, it's, Two most important, um, you know, days in your life is when you're born and when you find your purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. What? So, you know, it, I, <laughs> it, 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 it hit so, me right now. Y'all know so, me. So, you know, it, yeah. I found that early. It, yeah. It's always, you know, working with people helping people, trying to be an encourager and trying to help, you know, and, 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 you know, just yeah. making sure everybody's okay. It. But it just sounds like, like, I, I don't know if I talk to anybody that's been so obedient to that call. Yeah, because I, yeah, I read it from hard. a good man. You, you know, you, you're 25, 26 years old, you're like, yeah, okay, you know.
people do, their ego get in the way mm-hmm. of the help. Like you can't really help if your ego so big that you all it always got to be about you. I don't think the kid gonna get the full benefit right. of what you're trying to do. So you see that not only in the boys and girls club, but just in helping people in mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. And then you start falling into uh, some 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 stuff on the outside of what you've been put in the lane to do. So mm-hmm. when you say you hear you heard the call and you listen, I'm sure that was pure unadulterated. It had to be love uh-huh. that 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 drove you to do that because anything yeah. else it gonna come up fraudulent yeah and you know the kids i feel like the kids feel that you know oh yeah oh yeah so when when kids feel that and you're trying to help kids mm-hmm. right. and you well, you can talk to them probably like some other people can't oh yeah they know if mr yeah, dixon yeah. called hey and then for them to trust you like you saying yeah to call yeah. you at a, a a later time a later age they don't Brought to you by 8 Robinsons TV and Yellow Tub Creative.